What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You listening to another episode of Casio's Cut? Hey, kid, look at me. Let's burn down the school with gasoline. Say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Say, white trash. White trash. Hey, kid, it's party time. We're kicking out the jams like the MC5. Another edition of Casio's Cut. Uh, today we've got Moody Malavi with me here for another episode. Uh, thanks, Moody. We'll get to you in just a second. You need to chill out while we do some housekeeping here uh, for the audio and video. Thanks everybody for tuning in again. Uh, just make sure you're keeping up with us on social media. The podcast social media is at Casio's Cut. And that is C-A-S-I-O-S-C-U-T, all one word, Casio's Cut, of course. And that's on Twitter, Facebook, it's CasiosCut.com. It's on Instagram, at Casio's Cut. It's all the same there. You can download uh, all previous episodes and all future episodes, including this episode, at CasiosCut.com. Also, Moody, tell them where they can follow you on social media. We're going to do it at the end, but you can do it here as well. I gotta think. <laughs> he thought he had a few minutes to uh, get his stuff together. So it's it's at Moody Malavi. At Moody Malavi. So it'd be Twitter. That'd be Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Moody Malavi. M O L A V I. Yes, and and Facebook is at the Mood Man. Of course it is. Because it's all a good game. Everybody knew the Mood Man. Yeah. Uh, there, Moody Malavi. Follow him on social media. Uh, we'll give those out again at the end of the episode. Uh, thanks to everybody who has been chiming in. I want to appreciate my last guest, Ron Funches. If you had not heard that one, go back and listen to that or check it out on YouTube after you listen to this. Also, uh, we are building up our P.O. box again. If you want to know what's in Casio's box, as Moody does, of course, uh, you can send anything you want. Letters, packages, gifts, any thing you want you can send to the p.o box here for the show and we're going to do a once a month podcast where we unbox everything that you've sent to the p.o box uh the first one was a hit second one is building now so make sure you get your uh things into what's in casio's box you can mail those uh to casio's cut p.o box 19065 that's casio's cut P.O. Box 19065, Huntsville, Alabama, 35804. And it will get straight to the box. And then once a month, we're going to have a Q&A uh, with me and my wife and uh, find out what's in Casio's box, what you guys have sent. If you missed the last one, go download it. It was super fun. It's on YouTube. It's on Casio'sCut.com. Uh, we got somebody sent me a pair of Crocs. Uh, somebody sent me some pocket squares and a shoehorn Moody of the gentleman set. We had a lady send me the Golden Girls T-shirt to remind me that to stay golden. I was, I was wondering where that was. Yeah, you you saw the pink shirt there. Uh, we also got 
uh, Nintendo games. The all the wrestling games for regular Nintendo and Nintendo sixty. So you don't have the the actual box to play the games. Correct. I do not. But I was I was pretty like I was stoked. Like we're gonna <laughs> like we're gonna play Steel Cage like on the old Nintendo. Like, I have, I, I, have I thought PS- we were gonna have like yeah a good it was time. Be fun. The, I have PS four and I have a Switch. I did not have the regular Nintendo and Nintendo sixty. Here's an adapter for the Nintendo Nintendo Switch. Uh, don't tell that to my wife because I've got her talked into now. I need those original versions. Yeah. Uh, so that's my next skill is to uh, buy the original video game that systems to play the games that you guys sent to the PO box. Uh, so and and uh, you're gonna love this, uh, Moody. Somebody sent in a potato. Where'd the potato go? It's right there. Oh, there it is. It's behind the chips. It says "Eat me, Cassio." <laughs> yeah, it does. Potato parcel. Somebody sent in. Eat me, Casio, uh, to us. Uh, for that was anonymous. Everybody else put their name. Hey, I've got an idea. But you know, you my love for potatoes. We've been out to eat after shows, comedy shows, many times. Mashed potatoes are already always on the list. With butter. <laughs> With anything. That's, that's, but mashed potatoes. That's how you build base. rolls. <laughs> mashed potato is the base. Uh, yeah, as our as me and Conrad, our buddy Conrad says, we didn't get fat by accident. So if you want to know where a good restaurant is, go to the fat guy and ask oh, him. They, they always you know ask I mean? me that, I, and for some reason I get upset. It's like really? Why? That's what I don't you know. You get fat by accident, you know where? Because I want to be offended about something. <laughs> everybody, everybody else gets offended by everything. That's what we're supposed to do. All right. So send your things in hey, to wait. the PO box. I tell you what, what, someone, someone be amazing, and send in the the console that plays that. You calling it Steel Cage? WrestleMania Steel Cage. Yeah, so send that into the PO box. It'll fit. <laughs> It'll fit. I've already I've already talked to the post office. They'll take anything. They'll take They'll anything. I'll just leave a note in my box and say it didn't fit. We got it. That's how it all started. And that's when I went. Well, why are you charging me for the extra work? I get you. All right. So send in your PO box. Uh, that's been a fun segment. I love seeing what you guys send. I don't open it until live on the podcast so whatever you want to send just a letter a thank you letter uh, whatever you want send it into the P.O. Box Casio's Cut P.O. Box 19065 Huntsville, Alabama 35804 also as you watch this right now if this is uh, during the week that it came out on uh, here in August of 2019 we're in the middle of the Casio's Cut fundraiser for the Downtown Rescue Mission in Huntsville, Alabama. They bought some transitional housing. It's our homeless shelter here in Huntsville. And for that transitional housing, people that have finished their uh, uh, classes for one year, their program, to break the cycle of addiction and homelessness, um, after they finish the one year, they're going to start putting people in transitional housing. They bought a apartment building that was next to them, and that's going to turn into transitional housing so they can get used to living back in the real world, have a little accountability, paying some rent. It's reduced rent, but they're getting back in uh, to normal society and figuring out what it is again to get back on their feet and uh, and you know go from homeless to living in society. So they bought this apartment building, and we partnered up with them um, to get the flooring in for this apartment building. And it costs $5,500. Uh, that is our goal. And I put my hair on the line, what's left of it. Uh, but we put my hair on the line. So once we get $5,500, uh, we will shave my head. It will be a bald, slick hair. Moody. Keep the beard. Uh, we're going to keep the beard. If I shave the beard, everybody's going to ask me when my next chemotherapy appointment is. Yes. Um, so I'll look 
very sick. So I'm going to keep the facial hair. What? It's not the best beard, but it'll just keep the questions at bay. They'll just go, oh, you, you're going to Oh, you need a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah so we're doing happen. the fundraiser. So if you want to donate to that, the link will be in the uh, YouTube video here, or you can go to therocket951.com, and you'll see the link there. That's my radio station, of course, in Huntsville, Alabama. I do the morning show, Jimbo and Casio, on Rocket 95.1 WRTT in Huntsville. Check that out. You can listen live uh, wherever you are, 6 to 10 Central Time. You can download the app. Uh, you can listen live at therocket951.com. You can also see uh, where to donate there for Casio's Cut Fundraiser. That being said, we've got all the housekeeping taken care of, I believe. Uh, we're going to start our podcast now. And to start it, it's the first time we've ever done this, Moody. I asked you to be on the podcast. You came over here to the man cave, and you you brought something to eat, which is, I appreciate that as a fat guy. Yeah. You brought something to eat. He said, I'm bringing something to eat with me. I got excited until I saw what he brought. So he brought hot chips. <laughs> And I'm talking about hot chips. So we've got fiery chili limo, and we have the haunted ghost pepper. Uh, they have a hey, they're gluten free. They are gluten free, <laughs> which my wife and you, your wife, will appreciate. Let's see. Well, they have the hot meter on the back. Yeah. And where's that hot meter? Turn it around. It it says it's it's uh. They're literally freaking they, hot. They built the meter and it goes to the end of the meter, ironically. Uh, you can see literally the meter that they built. You think they would build a little bit more in case they wanted to make it hotter, but yeah. no. It's at. It's like calling something ultimate and then they did come out with something else. Right. It's what are we going to call it now? They have ultimate tur. Not hot, kind of hot, hot, super hot, freaking hot. And this is on the freaking hot. So the haunted ghost pepper we're going to try at the end of the show. Right now, I believe, to start the show, we're going to try the brand new Fiery Chili Lemon. All real, gluten-free, um, hot red chili peppers with tart lime juice. No no hot meter on the back. No hot meter. Does that mean it doesn't register? Uh, I would have to say... Are they going to... They just went away I think there's a the marketing meter. gimmick on that one. Like, hey, man, we're going to make... It's probably not the right voice, but we're going to make a meter. You think that's how the Pocky people's like, hey, man. Hey, it, what, if it, it's Pac-Way. 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 Pucky. <laughs> hey, man, I work at the Pac-Way. Which means, Dad, why? Pocky. <laughs> Dad, what? I believe that's what it stands for. Uh, All right. Pocky. So we're going to start. They smell good, actually. Is this like one? Oh, I thought it was like, like the wine. wine I thought that's what you're doing. Like yeah, you're go, swirling go with, it or yeah, something. Go with it. Go with it. It, it smells like it smells good. feet. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some really nice feet. It smells like a feet's butt. It's got a hint. Yeah. Yeah. Get you one out. Okay. I'm gonna go with one. We got the Paki Fiery. Chili Limon, we're going to start with that. We're going to end with the haunted ghost pepper. Are you ready? Yeah. Cheers. Oh, okay, yeah. Cheers. You went nimble and I went whole chip. We should have we should have talked about that. Okay, you went. Super good right out of the gate. Not hot at all. Mm, not that very hot. 
That's how we go. I mean, I'm gonna take a drink. That's how we go for the ghost pepper now. (laughs) We should preface this by saying I hate (laughs) hate spicy stuff, and you love spicy stuff. So for me, I like it here. I like it right here. So for me, this is good spicy stuff. That's good. Like anything more than this, and I'm like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, the 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 haunted ghost pepper is just going to be a little bit more. Than... No, it, did you see? It's freaking hot. <laughs> yeah, but they just made that up. No, they didn't. They did. Official... They don't. They don't have any other chips in the other That's meters. An official special no. Scoville scale. <laughs> they don't have it on here. It was just. But it's they're right. That didn't even that didn't even register. So That's... do you want to start with it? Well, we're going to end with it. Do you want to? I think, I think you, have to, you have to just keep going and see how far you can go without drinking something. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to be good. I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. How's that smell? How's that smell? That smells. It smells mild. That smells sick. Mild? Yeah. No, that's not going to be. I'm get you one then. It's not going to be hot at all. 100% real ingredients. Uh, this one's got uh, an insane amount of ghost pepper followed up by even more ghost pepper. Are there two top ingredients? <laughs> Gosh almighty. Here we go. Paki. Haunted ghost pepper. Oh, you didn't cheers that. Should I eat the whole thing? Oh, you had the whole thing. Now, see, now you're showing off. Here we go. Okay. Chili alone. <laughs> it's already got me. <laughs> Chili limon. Definitely has more flavor. It's a better yeah. overall taste. Definitely. Yeah, it's coming in hot. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Eat another one. I'm not. <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm hurting. I am. Like I said, right here, I like I like the the the, the heat. I everything past the tongue. Feel like Khaleesi's in my mouth, and Game of Thrones is having a battle right now. It's a lot of dragon fire in my mouth. You like it? I don't like the flavor. No. <laughs> I like the heat. No, not at all. <laughs> no, the, the flavor. You like the heat? I like the heat. So why do you like this heat? Because it this doesn't makes bring anything your, your, to the table. It makes your tongue burn and, and your lips oh. burn. And yeah, I stick feel away numb. from that. That's numb. my goal in life. Not to have my mouth on fire. I like having a mouth on fire. So I'm not allowed to take a drink? Because <sighs> I'm hurting. Okay. Here we go. As long as it's carbonated. What if I back it up with the chili? I think you could do that, yeah. Is that, is that we should. You know what? We should do that and this together. And that way we get flavor. Mm. Oh, stack them? Yeah. Oh, you want to stack. One of each, how's that? Much better. Turn your carpet. My dog will eat it. Okay. <laughs> or me. You You'll be cleaning that up. What part <laughs> fell? Chili limon or mom and ghost pepper? I don't know. That's a Russian roulette from the carpet layer. That's how my night's going to end. How's that? Way better. How's the stack? The stack's better. better? Because you get the flavor and you get the heat. So did it amplify the heat or did it just pile on? It's just the same? Same level? Same level? heat. 
More flavor. Mm. It's good. Now. No. I hope I never have. I also brought you Reese's cups. You did. That we're gonna eat that later. Yeah, you can you can back that up with Reese's cups and it takes the heat out. I'm out. All right. All right. I took a drink. Here we so, go. So now we've crunched into the microphones for people to hear. Yeah, it's my podcast. We can do okay. whatever we want. Uh, Moody Malavi. Uh, Moody, we have uh, done many shows together. I don't know how many now. Oh, probably about, about 10. I was say two hands, minimal. Yeah, about 10. Over two hands, possible. Uh, we met in... Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, absolutely uh, one of my favorite clubs, if not my favorite club in America to perform at. Uh, so, needless to say, that means Moody is a comedian. Moody, um, tell everybody what's going on. What's Moody Malavi about? You've, you're, you've, you're not from Tennessee. I'm a little further east. Well, east, which is where? A little, a little further east, more like... Uh, Iran. Okay. Yeah. That's not how we say it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Iran. Iran. <laughs> it's the country where all the guns are pointed at from all the other countries. <laughs> it's that's, it's kind of like you are here <laughs> on, a, on a map. If the whole map was a uh, shopping mall map, yes. you are here would be in Iran. That would be. All the guns would be pointed that way. Yeah. Okay. You here. said that. Iran. In case any. Of our Iran listeners. <laughs> they, they know it, man. Nobody likes that country. It's a beautiful country. Beautiful people. Strange government. You know. All right. So when you say you're from there, you're born in our... In, I was born there. Wait, how I want to say it right. Iran? You to say it like Iran. No, I'm not rolling. Well. Iran. I can't do it for burrito. Take another chip. For Take another chip. You, you roll your R's. <laughs> My tongue is melting. It's going the opposite way. <laughs> Iran. Very good. Very huh? nice, yes. Hey, when you talk like that, you're going to set talk. some alarms on. I know, I do. It's, it's, so that's why I talk like this, and then they get mad because I talk both ways. You're like, <laughs> so, like, what do we need to know? So, born in Iran, how? Dad, mom, both, what do we got? Dad is Iranian. Mom is from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, okay. They met in the 60s. And, he was uh, visiting the choo-choo, I take it. No, he was doing his residency. He was a surgeon. He was uh, he was an orthopedic surgeon, and uh, she was a nurse. And uh, they met at Erlanger, which is a hospital here in, or there in Chattanooga. Okay. And uh, they fell in love and decided to move ten thousand miles east. So he decided I'm going back home, and she went with him. I'm pretty sure that was his plan to begin with. I, <laughs> I don't know if he told her that. Like, you are very pretty. Let's go back to my house. <laughs> Let's go back to my house. <laughs> the trip is a little longer than expected. <laughs> Do you have your passport? Go back to my house. I think they went back on by boat. Boat? Boat, like a honeymoon. Like they took the boat there. So this is 1894. <clears throat> boat? Yeah, boat. Where do, you, where, where do you land? Where do you land? I think, they, you landed, I think they landed in London. You leave what, New York? Yeah. And land in London. I believe so. By ship. By ship. And then fly? Or we would take a train? What are we doing? They what took goes trains. into Iran? They took trains. And then uh, flew. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, so your mom from Chattanooga goes back with him. Yeah. 
And how long until you're born? Um, ten, Are you the oldest? Do you have brothers and sisters? I'm the youngest. Oh, you have brothers and sisters? Two brothers. And both older than you. Okay, yes. so I'm, you, I'm the baby. Okay. I'm the biggest, but <laughs> the other two were delicious. That Middle Eastern meat is yes. so good. It's very it's good. A, yes. It's like goat. His other brother was Eero. And uh, what was your other one? What's your brother's names? Majid. He's the oldest. And Mahdi. He's the middle. Majid? And Mahdi? Sure. No. What? Southern. What, what'd you say? He's Majid. <laughs> Wait, are we about to get in this argument? That's what I Majid. Majid? Yeah. Majid. Majid? Yes. And? Mehdi. M-E-H-D-I. Mehdi. Mehdi. Close enough. Mehdi. Well, you, yeah, you don't have to get like all... But I feel like when I'm saying it, it sounds super racist. It does. Mehdi. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you didn't bump the brakes. You didn't bump the brakes. Okay, okay, so they're older than you. They are. So you're you're the youngest. I'm the baby. Uh, and they went from those strong... Iranian names to Moody? Them? Your parents. Oh, no. Moody was given to me by a boss I had in 1997. That, I was setting yeah. you up. What's your real name? Oh, my name is Mahmoud. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I thought we said this before. I've seen your set. Do you want me to repeat it to you? He's uh, Mahmoud. You know, people ask me, like, like what's your name? Or, or My favorite is when I'm talking to, like, uh, uh, solicitors or even... Even uh, utility people like uh, Comcast or things like that. Yeah, they're like, okay, so what's your email address? Oh, Hilton was best. So Hilton honors like, okay, what's your email address? And I would say something like Mohammad Bijan Said at gmail dot com, and they're like, could you spell that? So yeah, I love doing that to people. All right, so how old were you when you got moody? Um. Probably 22. Oh, really? Yeah. What's well, way later than I thought. Yeah. How old were you when you guys moved back to here? Six. Back to America. I was six. You were six. Yeah. And everybody moved back to Chattanooga? Dad stayed. He stayed in Iran. Okay. Mom moved us. We actually, the Ronnie Revolution happened. And so. A little thing. Yeah. A little bit. A little, so, a little serious thing. Mom was taking her sweet time getting out of there. Cause she was thinking it would be over, but it was getting worse. And so we moved, uh, we went to Greece. We followed the school that we were in. We went to Greece and then, uh, that school, uh, went defunct in like eight weeks. So we went to Spain and we lived there for about 18 months. And then we, do you remember here. it? You were oh yeah. Do yeah. you remember Greece yeah. and all that? I do. I got in lots of trouble. It was just chaos. Trouble yeah. as in what? Because you were acting out? Because I was, I was a little kid doing stupid stuff. Yeah, you're The act, third you, child, you know. Yeah. Um, and so then you end back up in Chattanooga. We ended up in Chattanooga in 1981. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And probably the shock? worst. Yeah, actually, that's. <laughs> a little bit. So I was four years old when Home I was. Home of the in, moon pop? <laughs> right. So I was four years old when I did first grade in Iran. And then we moved to Spain. And I was five years old, and they wouldn't let me do second grade because I was too young. And so they, they were going by the age. So they went, made me do first grade again. 
and uh, we get to the States, and I'm six, and they won't let me go to second grade because I'm too young. And so my mom's like, he's been in first grade in two continents. Can we <laughs> can we go to the next one? Can we cut a plea bargain? Yeah, can we do something? So we had a test Didn't out. Did do it? Oh, they had to make a test? So we, te- uh, yeah, and, and me and my, my brothers and I, we all failed uh, because... <laughs> Because the test was made uh, with like uh, um, white Americana kind of references, you know, and we didn't understand half of the questions because you weren't up on the Civil War. Well, it wasn't the Civil War step so much. It was it was like uh, you know, like uh, it was teacups and saucers, and we don't do any of that in Iran, you know. So like what we didn't understand any of it. So we failed pretty bad, and the the lady giving us the test told my mom said, "Hey, this happens a lot with." foreign students transferring over do you have cable where you live and my mom's like no and so she said get cable come back and retest and so that's um she decided to do whatever you're six i was six and how was your oldest brother 14 so six 14 in in the middle 10 okay so she got every cable channel like every single one and that's when i first saw uh, evening at the Improv. Uh, that's where I first saw Showtime, and and fell in love with doing comedy when I was six years old. Um, but also, my mom was going to nursing school while being a nurse, and she would leave the TV on to keep her awake, like way late in the night. Yeah. And then she heard sounds coming from the TV that sounded like people madly in love with each other. And so she looks in the TV room and she sees something that she didn't expect to see on the TV. Now, we come from Iran. That stuff's not on the TV. But <laughs> <laughs> he's stretching imagination. So she turns it off and she calls her best friend in the States. And she's like, tells her what happened. She's like, yeah, that's what happens. It's two in the morning. What channel are you on? It was it was Cinemax. <laughs> and, and so she felt horrible. Like, what if the kids have seen this, you know? And uh, so Had she you? made a big breakfast for us the next morning to ask us, like, so did you guys ever hear this movie called The Stud? The Stud! <laughs> and, and we're like, oh, yeah, we've seen that many times. Every week, can't miss. Ace that test the next time. <laughs> Completely aced it. So, yeah, I went into second grade. It was good. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. How about that? So you yeah. learned from Skinamax? I learned from, yeah, quite a bit. Basically. Yeah. All right, so you say you fall in love uh, with comedy. Yes. So when do you go, when in life? We'll fast forward a bit. Are you are you class clown or what are you doing? It's in definitely school? the class clown. Yeah, okay. yeah. I get in trouble all the time. But uh, so how is how is school in Chattanooga, Tennessee, with an Iranian? Oh, they they hated us. Really? So so like the Iranians hate us because we're American, and Americans yeah. Well, that and we're American because we came out of an American, so you're American. Okay. And then uh, Americans hate us because we're Iranian. So we're kind of stuck in this. Right. Yeah. No man's land. So were they, I mean, so was school bad? Or did it start bad and get better? What, what's happening? No, right? school sucked. School completely <laughs> sucked. I see. I was kicked out no, of. No, I never got bad. I see. I was kicked out of uh, high school every year. And, uh, yeah. What, fighting? No, doing stupid things. Like, <laughs> like, doing like, 
Uh, Stupid thing. Yeah, you know, like smoking and and uh, other things. Which is hilarious. Other. I two episodes ago, I interviewed my co-host Jimbo, and his his high school had a smoking section for them. Oh, that's nice. You know, so they didn't it, have that for right. us. So they did. Like, they didn't. It wasn't advertised. Yeah, but, it wasn't official. Yeah. No, they laid out a pad for him and went. You guys uh-huh. smoke here. Yeah, if you're, you're smoking smoke. in the bathroom too much. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. then no, that was the joke. I'm like. 2020, well, in me, in the 90s, it's like, what do you mean we have a smoking section? That Parents were flip out, and the, you know, oh, they, they were the would, ones yeah. that were in the designated smoking area. That's right. And now you, getting kicked out of school for smoking a cigarette. I, I was yeah, I was definitely punished for smoking cigarettes, but I got kicked out for basically like a culmination of things. So like, you know, setting... Okay, that was the, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't know. That's probably what started. We won't talk about what broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 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 good choice of words with the camel. Wow, uh, that's I nice. didn't think about that. My apologies. I'm offended. It's, I'm offended. It's the uh, haunted ghost pepper that's terrible. But do you know what what cigarettes I smoked? No. Camel. <laughs> I, I smoked camel. Okay. <laughs> they had but, a great flavor. Didn't they? <laughs> Turkish. Reminded me. Um, so when do you, when do you start thinking, I'm going to get into comedy? Oh man, I always wanted to do it, but I was too scared to do it. Um, well, that's pretty normal. Yeah. I got into it. Uh, it'll be 10 years ago in, uh, November. 10 years. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. that's a long time. Yeah. So you start, do you, what, do you remember your first comedy gig? Uh, it was a contest. It was the Southeastern Funny Person Search in 2009. At the Comedy Catch? It was held at the Comedy Catch. Uh, 2009. Yeah. What do you remember about it now? Like now that what Oh, tons, is? man. Like, um, do you really? Yeah. Uh, I was actually just talking to a friend of mine who's a news personality in Chattanooga, and uh, uh, we're just on the phone together because uh, he's wanting to get into comedy, I guess. And I was giving him some pointers on what I did when I first started. So, um, so you remember a lot about it? I do, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so. Was this still, because I remember some of those contests at the Comedy Catch, they had basically three judges out in the crowd. Did they still they do did. that? Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was almost American Idol-like It was very much so, yeah. And everybody had their set, yeah. and you did your set. Uh, and how were they deciding the winner? Was it crowd vote? It was uh, It was a mixture of... Half judges, half crowd? Half judges, crowd. half crowd, yeah. Do you remember your judges? Uh, the first one was Karen Mills. Great, great comic. Uh, Dave Miller and... Kid Ma- Dave? Yeah. Oh, great. Two great comics. And, uh, and, and Michael. And Michael. Yeah. They, which Michael Alfano, the owner of the comedy cat. Yeah, he's like my comedy dad. Yeah, <laughs> he's a great dad to have. I uh, love Michael Alfano. Shout out. Yeah, he made fun of my podcast. He said he was Did he? One. He said he was going to start one with his dog since everybody had one. <laughs> Just we should go do it with him. Else mine, he's like, I'm doing one with my dog. Everybody's got a podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's why I started one because I felt left out. Um, but all right, so you do the contest. Yep. Now, a lot of the contest is how many people you got in the crowd supporting you. Correct. And how did you do? Um, I I, I probably had about. 20 people there. I mean, so. Are you, so you got like your real job, friends and family people? What do you get co workers? And so, what are you doing? Uh, I remember the question asking, uh, asked of me from Michael was, 
If you were to win, what would you know you do? Is this before or after your set? This is after my set. So you do your set, and a lot of people should know you're on stage yeah. answering these questions now in yeah. front of. Actually, so yeah, I did my set, and then I left, and they're like, "No, no, 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 you got to be judged." I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, no, normal comedy." And, we'll no, we're done. We you did the set. Instantly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. But uh, he said, "What would you do?" And, or why would you want to do comedy now? You know, and it's like, well, I've been funny to my friends and family for years. I think it's time they paid for it, and that was the answer that you killed. Yeah, I killed. That's a good answer. I got third in that contest, and that contest lasted yeah. all year long. It was do crazy. Remember, do you remember who beat you? <sighs> a guy, Jason. I can't remember his last it's name. Not a good idea. If, it's not a good deal if you can't remember the winner's name. Yeah, I can't remember. Second place. Um, I want to say it's Chris Williamson. Very funny guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's how I got started at the comedy catch. I did one of those contests. Yep. Did not make it past my night. <laughs> I took top three to advance. I got fourth. Yep. Uh, but Michael, being a good comedy dad, talked to me after the show and and said, "Hey, I, you know." Do you know anybody here? And I said, no. I, I literally had nobody in the crowd. Yeah. Literally not one person that I brought that would go, no matter what he does, I'm writing your name down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do that. And I was like, no, I have nobody. And he's like, come back. And, you know, that started our relationship. But I think a lot of people miss, um, it's very important in a comedian's life when you first start to have that I want my coworkers. I want my friends. I want my family. I think it's very important for them to be there at the beginning. Yes. And then there's a point where you go, I don't want any of them here. I would like a, a fresh reaction crowd. from a crowd that fresh does crowd. not know me. That's and right. It, and that's a, that's a good moment to have in your career. Yep. Um, I think at the beginning, it's a crutch. I want them here, and then you tell them, y'all laugh like it's the greatest joke you've ever heard. <laughs> okay. And then yeah. later you're like, don't even come. I don't even want to hear you. I don't want to see you as my recording device falls. We're still going. Um, so you, you did the you did the contest. You end up getting third. I did. Um, and so that kind of started everything. Hey, come back and start doing work at the Comedy Catch. Yeah. So it was, uh, that was November 2009. Now before the contest, are you doing open mics and stuff? Or is that, no, that was, it was it? That was the first one. Okay, so, that's a good sign. Yeah. So then, what happens? You start you start working at the catch. So uh, yeah, I started doing the catch. Basically, I just showed up and and Michael put me up, and uh, I ended up doing every show from December two thousand nine through May of two thousand nine, uh, and then over two thousand ten, and then I wrecked my motorcycle, and uh, I stopped doing comedy. It was about three years before I got back into it. You wrecked it. your motorcycle. Who wrecked it? No, I said you wrecked it. I wrecked it, yes. I wrecked Doing it. what? Uh, riding in the rain. I had my, my rear brake uh, set to uh, sensitive, and so when I tapped it, it locked up, and I spun and crashed. I could have sworn, based on all the Facebook memes, it was going to be grass clippings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is apparently the most dangerous thing. It is horribly dangerous. That right. rain, yes. yes. Um, and a motorcycle so. crash. Yeah. Like, are you bad injured? What, how injured? Uh, I, uh, I, I bruised uh, many of my ribs and, and broke my ankle. 
So why does that go? I'm, I'm not going to do comedy anymore. Because um, just kind of regrouped. Well, after it's like it's it's this ramp up thing. Like in, even in the corporate world, like when you're doing projects and stuff, <clears throat> you're doing well when you've got all your stuff together. But it takes a while to ramp up your right. mindset into what you're going to do and how you're going to get projects done. The same thing with comedy. It's like I'm going to do this. And, you know, you you map up at everything and, and you go try everything and you know. Like I used to grade everything, like when I'd go do comedy, just personal. Yeah, so I'd record everything on my phone and like just the audio, and go back and listen to it, and listen to what people like, what they didn't like, and see what you I can change. The, uh, so for people listening, maybe a little insight. Did you think your grade based on the audio differed from what you felt on stage? Definitely. Yeah, because on really? stage, yeah, it's like, you know, deer in headlights, and I'm just trying to get through my set. So, you, so it was like I come off, and I, uh, it just went okay, and then you're like, oh, wait, I got some laughs? Or was it – How? What, what do you mean when it was different? What do you mean? Um, I learned that I shouldn't say I killed. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a lot of step that a lot of comics have to <laughs> Because <laughs> so unless unless the term I killed really means like silence, because because I nailed that, I nailed that very well. I've told it on a previous podcast, I believe, but I, I wish I had it now. I wish I would want to go listen to it. But at one point, I had a taping of my first ever open mic night that I went on stage. Uh, I was in radio at the time, and so they showed up to record it so we could play it back the next. It was a Friday night, so they're going to play back Monday morning. So I did my stand-up, and same thing. I came off the stage and went, brother, where's my Comedy Central special? Yeah. I am on top of the world. I got this licked already. Y'all were right. I should have been doing this. And we listened to it Monday morning, and I went, what What show did this get recorded <laughs> was, off? That wasn't me. The microphone broke? Because I... I heard them dying laughing. <laughs> it was I, I heard, crickets when I was on the stage. I remember hearing dying laughing, but I also remember hearing the words, I feel so bad for him. Oh, was that <laughs> in the crowd? <laughs> she thought you were killing? <laughs> I feel so bad for I him. I feel so bad. Well, yeah, no, was, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, no. So we had to change things up. Okay. Well, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. So I got back into it in 2013. Kind of regrouped, uh, yep. and then came back. I had to talk with Michael Alfano, and he helped me uh, uh, find the reason why I wanted to go on there. He he didn't quite trust me on stage because I left so abruptly the, the last time. But uh, it, it took about uh, two, two years, three years before he'd let me actually get on stage and do this quite a bit. Well, Michael's a good... Um, Michael's a good cold... He'll give you a cold shower if you need a cold <coughs> yeah. shower. He did, yeah. Which is a good deal. Yeah. When you can get that rapport with somebody. Yep. I mean, a lot of people, they might not like that. He didn't have to. Yeah, that's what I mean. He'll, look, if you want him to blow smoke at you, he'll blow smoke at you. If you, hey, he, I mean, he's seen a ton of comics. Yes. If you go, let's talk about it and give me some pointers and, you know, what would you, uh, you know, it's a good rapport to have, especially with a club owner. That's that's a very good place to be in. I do remember uh, he came to me one time after a set and he said, <laughs> What the hell was that? <laughs> I knew. Which is exactly I, what you want to hear. Yeah, and uh, and I killed. I was killing. I was killing. I was killing. 
That's called a <clears throat> murder. I just, That's what that was. That's called you need to call the cops. There's a homicide here because I killed this place. Yeah. And he's like, just yeah, don't use my dad's voice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to call the cops. I killed everybody here. <laughs> yeah, that kind of gets people. So now we're in it. Now we're working our way up. Uh, you are a. Uh, Sometimes it has a stigma to it. You're a clean comic. I am a clean comic, yeah. Um, when I started in Birmingham at the Stardom, uh, shout out to the owner there, Bruce Ayers, uh, one of his best advice he ever gave me was, uh, do you want to be famous or do you want to make money? And I was like, I don't... I thought that was all in the same boat here. We're doing comedy. Right now, I'd just like to get somebody to laugh at me. Uh, and are you paying for my bar tab? And he's like... There's difference. So 50% or 40%? Yeah, exactly. What do you pay? Well, he's like 40%. You know how many drinks I can get. But, uh, you know, basically one of his first advice was, if you're clean, I can work with anybody that comes to the club. If you're dirty, I can only work with the dirty comics. So do you want to cut your schedule in half? As a beginning comic. A lot of people that are... You know, working quote unquote underground comics or whatever that you you ain't gonna tell me. Yeah, it's my art form. Yeah, Don't freedom tell of speech. Me what to do. Yeah. yeah, I kill. Do it. It's I fine. Kill. Do it. Do it. That's not the point. It's not what he's trying to do. His point was, do whatever you want, but the cleaner you are, the more I can work you and you can get a paycheck. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's that's the game I want to be in. Is a paycheck deal. And uh, so you. Uh, I mean, did, did somebody give you that advice, or is that just your personality? Hey, hey, I'm going because it's a fine line when you're in a club and everybody's drinking and rowdy, and it's a Friday, Saturday night late show. It's a rowdy crowd. I have been known to to uh, turn it blue, right? Yeah, I mean, which can I, be done. But yeah. I mean, did you consciously go in going, "I am going to be a clean comic," or did it just kind of evolve? No, you know, I, I I thought it would be better to be a clean comic because I would be able to get booked more. Um, cause I'd heard those things cause I, it, like anything in business, I'm going to research it before I do it. Yeah. And so when I was challenged to do the comedy thing, um, I researched it before I did it. I, I went to go watch, I don't know how many, um, of those contests that year in like 2009 to go listen for, um, what the three judges were telling the comics that were competing oh, that way. So I, I came in late, like they already had the roster. Someone bowed out. And then they had a contest to get that one spot. Uh, there was like 21 of us. And I won that contest to get into the big contest. Okay. But it was like super late. I think I came in right October. So I did October. I did like the last three shows. And but you've been watching them before that. Yeah. but And that was the whole thing. Is And, and being clean was what they kept saying. You know, is what you need to be um, to make any money at it. So. Well, you can do the same. You can do the if the joke is funny. Now, look, there. There's jokes out there that are based on that has dirty material, blue material in it that is funny because of the situation it's in. But I'm saying a joke. There's some jokes. If it's a funny joke, it's a funny joke. If you want to go back later and throw in a cuss word because you're at a bar, it's still the same funny joke. Yep. Most of the time, the cuss word didn't make the punchline. It just kind of made it more bar friendly. Does that Correct. make you know, something I'm trying? Because they're not listening to you unless you go in a direction that they're expecting, right? If right. you're super clean 
And that's one of the biggest things is I want to stay super clean. Like, you know, even doing, uh, we were looking at doing cruise ships. And one of the things that was told was, okay, you need to have a clean and then you need to have, you know, two uh, nightclub shows, you know, dirty shows. I'm like, well, I don't do right. dirty shows. So, um, and then I got some other advice around that. But, but doing the, I don't think doing sex jokes when you're as fat as I am is a good idea. <laughs> so, because I don't want people to undress me in their eyes as I'm talking about sex. Well, now everybody's doing it. Yeah. Right so, if you're watching so, on the YouTube channel, God, so, undress. And that was and that was the whole thing is like when people start talking about like real vulgar stuff, it's natural to think about them doing it. Yeah, whatever they do. And. And then it's if it's disgusting in your mind, you, you turn it off. So <laughs> I was like, I definitely don't want to do that. You know, I want to I want to keep them in the room. I don't want to I don't want to kill it. I don't want to kill it. <laughs> All right. So now you do. Is that your wife? You, you were telling me there's only a few calls you need to answer. Uh-oh. Is it the wife? It was. Yeah. Well, that's we okay. were talking about this before we aired. You said, hey, I won't check my phone, but I do have to check it every now and then if it's my wife. And I said, does your wife not know what's happening? But Yeah, but this is nine minutes ago. It's way past the ghosting period. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, well, you should tell everyone. Yeah, no, it's okay. No? No. We're ghosting? Is she mad? No. I don't want to follow up mad. No. Because you're going to blame it on me. No. She was telling me something that... Uh, I guess they fixed the dash lights on the Mustang. That's what she said. Hip, so, hip, hooray, folks. Hey, you know, because they weren't working. And, for your son. Yes, yes. He got, a, he got a Mustang for his first car. <laughs> right. So now we'll fast forward. We'll do our fun stuff, and uh, we'll get out of here a little bit. Now you're touring. You're doing the deal. You're clean comic. Um, you're doing corporate gigs. You're doing churches. I'm doing churches, yeah. Man, you got to be squeaky clean to do a church. You know, the, the church shows are super fun uh, because it's like they want to laugh so bad. Yeah, and they're yeah. afraid to. Uh, and, and you know, the, you've got some... Especially if it's edgy. Not edgy, but edgy for church-wise. I, I don't even go edgy for church. Well, you know what? I, okay, so my mom married my father-in-law. <laughs> and... Look, I don't even... Okay, <laughs> That's pretty edgy. Yeah. It's like you're married to your sister. Like, yeah. Your mom married your father-in-law. Yeah. What do you mean? So, my wife. <laughs> yeah. So I'm my own brother-in-law. <laughs> it's that's how that works out. Wait, what? So my wife is my stepsister, because of the marriage of our parents. So that's where it gets edgy in church. Just say so you now. <laughs> First of all, I look like Russell Crowe right now. Like all these numbers are fine. What do you mean? Break it down. So uh, your wife, her parents are who? Uh, well, our parents. We share parents now because they merged the companies. <laughs> they merged the company. So now we're all wearing several hats. Wait, the companies weren't merged. No. Even when you met, did they even know each other? No. Oh, this guy was crazy. So you started the deal. Yes. Okay. So we were married. So we just celebrated 21 years of being married, um, and we've been siblings for 17. (laughs) Yeah. 
We've been siblings. Usually it's like we, we dated five years before that. You're like, no, we were married five years before <laughs> yeah. we were siblings. Yeah, no, it's it's like siblings with wedding rings. It's How it's, do you fight that? Were you like going, hey, I really hope this kind of falls through? No, because I, I, I thought, you know, my mom really needed a guy like Larry, my father-in-law, and okay. Larry had lost his wife. And I was like, man, he really needs to find somebody like my mom. And these are just internal conversations in my head, but right. apparently they're like Amazon or Facebook. <laughs> they heard it. <laughs> they heard it. <laughs> they decided to merge. And, uh, you know, it's been cool. It's been good. We only have. Your phone's Facebook popped up. If you're interested in this guy, you might like Larry. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, uh, so we only do Mother's Day one place. So it's it's kind of fun because I'm not buying anything for my wife because she's my sister and <laughs> she's aunt. You don't have an aunt day. She don't have an aunt day. Well, this took a turn, folks. <laughs> I did not see this podcast going down this road. Here's here's something you shouldn't do: is eat ghost pepper chips and rub your eyes. You shouldn't do Are that. Are you that guy? I just did that. Yeah. I was gonna say the 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 tip of all tips is don't use the restroom until you wash, wash your hands before using the restroom. But you want eye rub. Yeah, I just do that. Do we rub. need to wrap it up? Don't no, need no, to get we'll, you an eye we'll, wash. We'll, we'll let it burn. Look, like OSHA come in here. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> just, I've got the fire red, red? clown nose mic. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> all right, it's a couple of questions I ask everybody on the podcast uh, that's starting to gain traction. One. Three, you're on a desert island, and you can only take three albums before getting dropped there. So three albums. What are you taking with you on a desert island? So these are the only three albums you can listen to for the rest of your life. Because you're going to die on the island. You're going to die. Yeah. We know that. Because the coconuts aren't gluten-free. Correct. And somehow there's a uh, there's a one record player on there. So what do you... And power. Yeah, <laughs> solar powered. Well, the Gilligan's crew left the. They left something. They left the record player behind. All right. All right. So what three? <laughs> your eyes hurt so bad, don't they? It's all good. <laughs> Are you winking at me? Is this going to turn into a weird podcast? <laughs> well, we don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. I'll have to ask Sis. <laughs> um, let's see. Three albums. Yeah. Metallica, Kill 'Em All. Really? Yeah. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Fugazi, 13 songs. I did not see that coming. And uh, Shudder to Think. I don't remember the album name, but... Shudder to Think. I don't even know that. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't know that one, but it was so good. Who Shudder to Think is the band? It's the band. So they put out one album, basically? I think they had two or three. But, but you're talking about the first one, whatever. There was a song... We look uh, up Shudder to Think. When they, they covered uh, I Am So Into You by Atlanta Rhythm Section... And it's so much better, in my opinion. I didn't know you were that hardcore of a rocker. Fugazi's hard. Fugazi's awesome. And so now my, my 12-year-old <laughs> listens to The Waiting Room and... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the You're Kill Taker. You're the kid into the yeah. rock. Okay. Yeah. So we're it. rocking out. You had no change of pace at all. You're just rock yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's very interesting. Now, what are the other question? Mount Rushmore. I know you're not from here. That means four presidents. Mount Rushmore of Little Debbie Cakes. So, we're going Little Debbie Cakes. Don't be venturing out into Hostess. Even though they have awesome, 
Tasty Cakes, no pun intended. They have their own line of cakes. We just keep it narrowed down to Little Debbie. Well, they're not gluten free. But you're not gluten free. <laughs> if I want to kiss family, is if I want to kiss my sister, I stay gluten free. <laughs> okay, so before you were married to your sister, you did eat gluten. Oh yeah, I still eat gluten when she's not around. Exactly. And <laughs> Snickers. My, my wife's gluten free, believe me. I know when to sneak in the gluten. Okay. Uh so before that, you clearly have had your fair share of little Debbies like I have. Yes. What's your top for your Mount Rushmore of little Debbies? Fudge rounds. Is number one? Number one. That's George Washington over there? Yeah. Okay. Oatmeal cream pie. Okay. Um Peanut butter crunch. The peanut butter crunch sticks. Yep, and the star crunch. Star crunch four. So, do you do any dolling up? Do you do anything to those, or you just eat them straight out of the box? Oh, and I used As to. As I mean, there's some people that have frozen Swiss cake rolls, put them in the freezer, and notches it up again. Last podcast, we had comedian Ron Funches. You said if you get a star crunch, put it in the microwave for seven seconds, it'll change your life. Ah, to try that. In secret. Yeah, that could actually be gluten free if they made it that way, but they won't. <laughs> uh, right, it should be Rice Krispies and What's, chocolate. What's up with that? Yeah. So you don't, you know, you didn't doll any of them. Not up. Little Debbie's, everything else, yeah, but not Little Debbie's. I had Little Debbie's since I was a kid. Back when I got kicked really? out of Cub Scouts, yeah. Why'd you get kicked out of Cub Scouts? Because I peed on someone's uniform. <laughs> Were you marking it like a dog and like that's my was, uniform now? It's I was, better I was, what? I was challenged. I was challenged to do it. <laughs> what do you mean you were challenged? <laughs> my brother said go pee on his uniform, and so I did. That was the challenge. <laughs> no other challenge. Nope. I'm doing a shave the head challenge for the homeless mission. We had the. The ice bucket challenge for ALS. This is so much easier. Yours was a challenge, and he just went pee on that guy. Well, because he always had the best uniforms. Like he had a spare uniform, so we beat on. What do you mean? Like he was that? He was an OCD kid, like that. He had like everything. Listen, this is a horrible. I'm just telling you the truth of who I was. (laughs) Like I would not do that now. Because I got a pee sitting down, but that's a different (laughs) story. You need to lay down. I'm not to pee on you. Why did pee on it while he was wearing it? Look, this ain't gonna be weird. But I got to over you to pee, and my sister's gonna be watching, and we're gonna kiss after. And our nephews will be here. <laughs> okay. All right. So you got you went fudge round one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check the tape. You might be first fudge round of the pole position there. That's a big move. So what would I do with the fudge round now? I would probably take it apart, put peanut butter on it, and then... You would add peanut butter, okay. Yeah, yeah, like in the middle, yeah. So this is what I did for my, my kid. So did you ever like oatmeal cream pie? Yeah. So this, I'm, this I'm getting reports. Too. I'm getting reports that oatmeal cream pie with peanut butter. I can see that. That's like a... Uh, Fluffer nutter sandwich, whatever it's called. You watch your mouth, you're a clean <laughs> It's one of the northern sandwiches. Easy. Easy. Yeah. 
All right, so wait, wait, repeat again so we get it for the record. We've got fudge round. Fudge round one. Oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal two. Peanut butter crunch sticks three. Come Star on, crunch. Star crunch four. No zebra cakes. No. No Christmas tree cakes, which are different. A lot no. of people throw them on there. No mini donuts, powder donuts. No. Uh, nutty buddy. No. I don't like the wafer things. That's just not it's, your It's damn. a textured thing. Honey bun. No. That's always too sticky and nasty. Well, nobody's ever said that. Yeah. Do you like the pinwheels? The little cinnamon pinwheels? No. I was in my mind. I was thinking I would unravel those. Oh yeah, yeah no, and I would to. eat them like little. And it just didn't have, have it didn't. It didn't have enough flavor. What if you did that and put like Nutella in there? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I'd do that. Hello. I'd do that. Get so my favorite candy bar of all time was PB Max. What's a PB Max? It was this square thing um, that was made with chocolate and peanut butter and nuts, and it was well, who made it? Mars. Was it a variation of another one, or that was a no, separate was, deal? Was PB Max. PB Max. So it was it like a bootleg Reese's cup? Uh, like, but it was it happen? was like real peanut butter though. What it wasn't. About? It wasn't like the peanut butter paste oh, that's inside of Reese's. Hair. Yeah. But do you not like Reese's cup? But it's like creamy, smooth, like 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 mozzarella sticks kind of <laughs> things. Mozzarella <laughs> like, sticks. You know how they, like, like it's got that string like when you take it away. It's Interesting. Awesome. Yeah. That's all time, but they don't make it anymore. No, because I think it was the CEO that it took over Took over Mars doesn't like peanut butter, so they took peanut butter out of all the Mars. Wait, we're doing that? Yeah. Because you're the CEO? You can't do that. I think it's what they did. That's a horrible... I think I think it's a story I remember. Dear Mars CEO... Yeah, I think you're making it up, too. But I don't know. Look it Mars up. Mars CEO who took peanut butter out. Bad, bad business decision. I'm sure you made many, many good business decisions because you've become CEO of Mars, but... Yeah. Taking peanut butter out, if that's a true story. I think Are you is. doing this conspiracy theory? No, no, I'm pretty sure it's true. Comment down below if you know the real story. Yeah. Moody doesn't know. Moody has no, no idea. I, I think it is. I think you I remember seeing it. all peanut butter. All peanut butter. I think, think of any Mars. Right now? Yeah. Oh. Now that you're married, we, gluten-free. We, we don't do anything. <laughs> it's like we don't do any sweets, but we do sweets. It's a bunt cake from... Whatever that bunt cake company oh, my is. My favorite is a dried blueberry. Yes. See? Isn't that what you said you had? Yeah, dried talking? blueberry, yeah. Dried, dried blueberries. That's your new dessert? That's not good. It is it. We need to help you. Uh, you do. <laughs> I like how I say I need to help you, yet you invited me and my wife to come meal prep with you. You got my wife sucked in. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I I don't do the I eat the meal prep, but my wife and her friend do the meal That's prep. So she's like, "You want to make our meals for the week? No, I'll eat the meals I'll for eat the them. week. Probably before we get to Friday. I'll eat the <laughs> meals for the week. Yeah, it's like I mean, we can have three of these a day, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Moody, thank you for coming in, dude. Always a pleasure. Tell them where they can find you one more time on social media so they can see where you're coming. Uh, where you're at, at Moody Malavi. Uh, is Twitter and Instagram. M-O-O-D-Y. M-O-L-A-V-I. V is in Victor. Moody Malavi. And then uh, the Facebook comedy fan page is at the Mood Man, all one word. There you go. Book him for your church. You can talk about his sister. Yes. I just contact you there. 
Yes. Yeah. Iranian Southern Baptist Uncle Daddy. <laughs> Here's my man, Moody Malavi. Uh... From Chattanooga, we've done many shows together. Hope to do many more, brother. Hope to do more, yeah. Appreciate it, Moody. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check out Moody. Check out our social media, at Casio's Cut on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, Casio'sCut.com for this episode and every other episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Can't get enough Casio? Well, you can check out more of Casio by listening to the Jimbo and Casio Morning Show live 6 to 10 a.m. Central on therocket951.com. Jimbo, Dennis DeYoung, formerly of Sticks. Babe, I'm leaving. I must be on my way. And Jim Paterik, formerly of Survivor, they said they are now writing songs together. Right on. Uh, their first song has been released, <laughs> and it's called... You may not know us, but your uncle's a huge fan. (laughs) (laughs) Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. Scientists in China built a device that lassos asteroids and brings them back to Earth in a blanket. (laughs) How about that? Well, it doesn't work. It lassos asteroids (laughs) and brings them back to Earth in a blanket. Meanwhile, not to be outdone. Sure. I'm working on roping in Uranus and putting it in a sheet. (laughs) Listen live online or download the Rocket app for your tablet or smartphone. Just search WRTT Rocket 95.1 in the Apple or Google Play Store.